hands up in the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a chapter from the Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, may his blessings on Amen. A psalm of our teacher David, the prophet and king, may his blessings on Amen. The Lord is the strength of his people and the saving defender of his anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance and take care of them and lift them up forever. of the Lord, O Lord, Savior of us all, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and she began to wash his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of his head, and she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman is this, who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he said, Teach her, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed five hundred denarii and the other fifty. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, You have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she, she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with, hair, with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, your faith has, has saved you. Go in peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, last week we had the meeting between the Lord and the chaos. The chaos was a rich man, but he decided to put all his dignity, all what he has all his riches aside to see the Savior because he was in a real need of a real change and today is something different another meeting from our Lord but he went to a, to a visit and this lady 
followed him once she heard that he is in this place. So I would like to share with you this wordless worship that this woman has done on that day. It says in verse 38-39 we read today in Luke 7 And behold a woman in the city who was a sinner when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil the Bible never mentioned a single word from this lady and he is trying to encourage everyone of us this morning even if you can't find the right words to pray you can have such wordless worship if you feel that your tears even are imprisoned in your eyes you can have this tearless worship this lady was able to reach heaven and to receive forgiveness at the very end of the story but to see why and how this lady accepted the shame of the community she accepted to be called a sinner even in Greek and behold a woman it's like look a woman we know her we know her story we know her past but she was not ashamed of what she has done because she knew what she has done was a real shame but what she is doing now in front of everyone to come near the Lord was uh, to erase such, such shame and then she brought all what she has she brought down her dignity her hair was a towel to we, we wipe the feet of the Lord her fragrant oil was used also to, as a sacrifice of faith and love what are you going to offer this morning? again her faith was mainly in her humility we cannot accept forgiveness unless we humble ourselves unless we accept to repent and to confess our sins and not ashamed of what we have done the shame is done but it's going to be away once we confess it so every single story last week the chaos and this week <coughs> this woman whom we don't know even her name she was able to offer such wordless worship and the Lord is telling us we have no excuse if you can't speak your wordless worship is accepted if you can't have such tears if you have nothing at all you can worship the Lord and you can receive such forgiveness but remember she was humble she was not afraid of confessing her sins and she was able to bring all what she has as a sacrifice of faith ends up that she received everything and let me share with you four things to share it with this woman first everyone is spiritually in debt whatever your position whatever your age whatever your education we are in debt if you don't know how you are in debt just compare yourself with what Adam and Eve did it looks something too small but it was a cause of all the disasters we have so compare your sins and my sins whatever they are and you will find that we all in debt Saint John Climacus says the devil is trying to convince every one of us to sin and when we reject he's convincing us with something else to condemn the sinners we are, as if he is trying to say we became sinners but under different title those who are condemning like those who are killing committing adultery or doing whatever it is 
says in verse 41, there was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. It doesn't matter how much it is, it is a debt, and this debt is not payable, as we'll see in a few minutes. So the first thing to recognize that you are in need for this Savior to reach his forgiveness, you have to see your debt. Otherwise, you feel that you are better than others, and you can't receive such forgiveness. Secondly, you can never repay the debt. He says in verse 42a, And when they had nothing with which to repay, if you feel that you can do some good works to repay it, you are wrong. If you feel that you can abstain from communion or from the church for a few weeks, and it is a repayment, you are wrong. There is no way to repay your debts except to believe in the Lord, except you confess your sins and you repent and you'll be rewashed with the blood of Christ. You receive the new life when you were baptized, but you need to renew it every day when you come before Him, every minute when you sin, because you know that nothing with which you can repay your sins except the sacrifice of the Lord Himself, who is able to renew my life and your life, because his body which is given at the end of the liturgy is for our forgiveness of sins, salvation and eternal life. St. John Chrysostom <coughs> sees that your delay today, there is no guarantee, as St. Augustine is saying here, God has promised forgiveness to your repentance, but he has not promised tomorrow for your delay at all. And what is this delay? St. John Chrysostom says, Such is the obedience which Christ seeks of us, as that we delay not even a moment of time. Why? Because we are missing this forgiveness, missing this peace with God, if we are not repenting and we are delaying our repentance. Thirdly, He will not turn you away. In verse 44 to 46, Then He turned to the woman and said to Simon, and I believe that he wants to do the same thing this morning. He wants to turn to every one of us and he can tell you, I know what you have done. I know what is in your heart. I heard your wordless prayer or wordless worship and I am here to offer forgiveness. If you can even worship, offer this wordless worship. And then he made this comparison between what Simon did not do and what this lady did. He said at that time the custom is any visitors in such a big house like this Pharisee, once he entered he have to wash his feet and to anoint his hair with a normal oil. He did nothing. But this lady did everything more than it should be. More than the custom. Why? Because she loved much. She knew that her sins are too much and she offered much to the Lord. He will not turn you away whatever your past, whatever you are hiding this morning, whatever you are hiding and you believe or you feel, no one sees it or knows it. The Lord is assuring you He knew what you have done. And maybe some people around you knew also, but they are not allowed to, to, to confront you or to, to tell you what you have done. St. John Chrysostom again is telling us, He does not just care for us, but loves us with no limits. This is the core of the relationship. His love is with no limits. A flowering, unquenchable, holy love and a truly unbreakable, strong love. Maybe till today you can say, I never experienced such love. I feel that life is too hard for me. But he is offering the same love once more 
with your wordless worship if you can offer it during this liturgy. Finally, forgiveness is received. In verse 48 and 47, Therefore I say to you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. What source of signs of love we are going not to offer to God, to have it sincerely in our life, that to receive such great forgiveness. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. I believe that every one of us in need to hear this word. Not only once, not, not few times, every minute. I need this assurance that my sins are forgiven through the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. So receiving or offering our wordless worship. Of course the church is encouraging us to worship with a loud voice. But in the same time, even if you can't, your wordless worship is acceptable. As far as it, it, it has such love in it. Finally, St. Francis is encouraging us in the end. The Lord has granted us a great gift. He did not just untie our bonds to sin. We have this power. He is untying our bonds of sin. But also gave us authority to trample on the serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. Through the power of the risen Lord. Through the power of the Eucharist. When we receive the body and the blood of Christ, we have this power that the bonds of sin are untied and we have the power to tremble on the serpents and scorpions. May the glory of the risen Lord be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. Oh.